Welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever, game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations. All better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Big country, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. How you feeling? Wellness check? Uh, I've, I've felt better, that's for sure. But I'll tell you what would make me feel better is if I went to Roper Kia and got myself a nicer, newer car after mentioning mic'd up and getting $1,000 after asking price right then and there. Roper Kia right on the hill, Roper Mitsubishi, or Roper Range Line. That is a place for you to get a nicer, newer car. Mention Mike Dup, $1,000 off. Uh, great, and take that nicer, newer car to Club 609. Uh, they have a good happy hour, I've heard. <laughs> I've heard, and I'm feeling it, my guy. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Fantastic nachos there, too. They changed them up a little bit. Yeah, I love them. Last night, on point. Uh, yeah, you guys enjoyed them so much that you weren't just like, hey, Austin, you want one? I look over, they're all gone. But it's fine. The amount of trips that we'll take to 6 and 9, I'm sure we're going to need an oil change. So I'm going to go to the place that's located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri on 1st and Main Street. And that's going to be downtown Lube to get my oil changed and my tire serviced. That's what they specialize in, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil changed and your tire serviced like us. So get that down and taken care of right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. Okay, the nacho thing last night. <laughs> I just want—I just want you to know. It's like I looked over and I was like, oh, I think we're done with the nachos. It's like awesome, dude. <laughs> so that's sick. Group of us went to Club Six Hundred Nine last <laughs> night, as we do on Thursdays occasionally, and me. Our buddy Cole, we're like, hey, what are you getting? Like, you want to put some of these appetizers? That's like a game plan that we usually do. So I even tell you, like, I'm getting the nachos. Cole's getting the potato skins. What are you getting? And you, like, order it on your own and get yours first. Start eating it. I didn't get mine first. We got the uh, you guys got the potato skins first. Oh, the, and I saw Cole came out slide second. that fucking plate right in front of him with the jalapenos. Was just like, can't wait to have these. And that's when I knew. I'm not sharing my freaking apps. I wish he were listening to the show live because at one point it was like, oh, okay, I guess Big Country is not sharing his with us because you're just half gone. <laughs> I was hungry. Yeah. And then to have the nerve, the nerve to come in here and be like, oh, you didn't even share your nachos with us. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh. Maybe your recollection of the night is, is not strong. It's not. <laughs> I I wonder if the night never ended for me. To or be maybe we talk about how you spent half the night playing Among Us. Tell the truth Friday. I've been seeing people play it on Facebook. It's kind of one of those deals where someone made a segment out of it. And I was like, this is kind of funny to watch. I wonder what it's like to play. Not yeah. the same. So, and you decided to do that at the bar. I did. Check my Instagram stories for proof. <laughs> <laughs> I took like four or five pictures. Should no. I was trying to figure out how the game worked. <laughs> you were deep in it. At one point, I was the imposter. It was a heck of a start. First time I ever playing, it was like, bam, I'm the imposter. I was like, let's go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill some people. No one's going to figure out it's me. And then my phone froze up. Couldn't even be the freaking imposter. It's too busy. So is that the goal? You want to try to be the imposter? I think it's fun because then it's like, how much can I get away with? Mm-hmm. 
on a game. You know what I mean? Not like I don't know jobs. much about it. I know you asked me last night, like, hey, have you heard of this game, Among Us? <laughs> Even people were replying to my uh, Instagram stories, like, what is this? Like January 2020? Like, who still plays this game? <laughs> I, I knew, I knew. I knew I knew. <laughs> let me just. I knew what I knew. Let me just you double. Knew. Let me go through my words here. <laughs> I know the game's been out for a while. I just never played it, and I kind of forgot about it. And then when I saw, I think it was like Mr. Beast and KSI, which are YouTubers, had done like a collaboration where they were like playing against each other, and whoever like if you won as the imposter, they were giving you twenty thousand dollars. And I was cracking up at it yesterday. Uh, after the podcast and before radio, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to try playing this game. Well, then I did, at the bar. <laughs> right, <laughs> at the bar. Well, we did have a great time. So thank you to Club 609 for hosting us, sponsoring us, and putting up with us as well, and also you guys, um, all the same, helping us, sponsoring us, putting up with us mainly, and sharing out the show. I've seen a lot of you guys do that already. Um, if you are listening and it's not live, uh, it should be right here, 10 a.m. Central Time, every weekday in the call-in app is the best place to get the podcast. Uh, we do appreciate you guys. Uh, we have sports today, though. Um, game four of the NBA Finals tonight. I am excited about this one. Back in Boston, I want to see what these fans do. I I think they're going to be pretty obnoxious, and I almost think that they uh, they might do so without using curse words. I think that they're going to – that's what I would do. I would lean into it and make a joke out of the, oh, you, you don't want us to cuss? That's fine. Just do things like we don't like you, Draymond. You know, some, just something stupid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, game four of the finals, I am it is interested on how it's going to go tonight. Man, I am going to be struggling. With it. today, today's going to be one of those days where I'm not waking up out of bed and just like, whew, <laughs> let's freaking go, my guy. This is one of those days where I wake up out of bed and was like – Ooh, let's go, go. I can see it in your face still. Yeah, it is tough. And also just getting absolutely roasted in the chat right now about the games that I play. <laughs> BC coming to the bar. Hey, you got any games on your phone? That's a hilarious statement. Thank you, Jake. But with game four tonight, Draymond and the Warriors, of course, Steph Curry and the Warriors, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown for the Celtics. I wonder how physical it's going to get again. Like, are yeah. we going to see Draymond be in a position where he fouls out? How is Steph Curry? How is he ready to handle... You know, the physicality of the Celtics that they brought in Game 3. Is he going to be guarding the same players? You know what I mean? Is his role going to be a little different defensively so they can keep him active and fresh on offense and hit those threes? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. My mindset with the game is like, how are they going to kind of – how are the Warriors going to kind of respond to the physicality of the Celtics? Mm -hmm. And I I do think the fans are going to play a role. And kind of like you said there too, uh, even the Warriors – or sorry, the Celtics knowing like, hey, we're going to go after Draymond again. Like this, this worked. Let's keep doing it. And I, I think that they should. And again, we had the idea the other day of like Grant Williams needs to be the guy to go after. I think he needs to do the exact same. Get him in foul trouble. And I saw a stat yesterday too of uh, when Jason Tatum has like under more assists than turnovers. I don't remember. Rough morning for myself as well. <laughs> but um, if he can limit his turnovers. The Celtics will win. If he has like less than two turnovers, maybe they they are like four and zero. But he's got to limit the turnovers, and I think that's been a big problem for the Celtics this entire series. Is even at times when they're playing good, and you know, even when they lost, it, it's the turnovers that come back to bite them in the butt. 
every time. Even if they, you know, they start to get up big, now they're turning the ball over. The Warriors were able to fight back. And so just taking care of the ball is going to be huge for them tonight. Yeah, and, it, I mean, that was the other something. Even something we noticed in Game 3 with Boston getting all those offensive rebounds is then they get, like, real pass happy because they're trying to move the ball around and create an opening. In the mix of that, though, there's just chaos, and the Warriors were able to find a way to get a turnover, and that's kind of how they fought them the way fought their way back in the third quarter there. And then in the fourth, Boston started taking care of the ball, making those extra shots after the offensive boards, and it was just like, okay, hey, now we're seeing the Boston Celtics pull away again. Mm-hmm. That game is at 8 o'clock tonight. Boston is the four-point favorite. We haven't looked at much of the betting for the final so far. Uh, the matchup predictor from ESPN is 76% to the Celtics. That's a big number for the NBA yeah, Finals. I noticed last game the spread was four, point as, four points as well because I looked at it live during the game because I was interested um, when I started watching it. So the fact that it's the same line is kind of uh, intriguing as well. Hmm. Over under 214? I think I'd take the over. I don't know. Did they just what? used the same line from the last game? <laughs> like, I think they just freaking said copy-paste. Yeah, you know what? This worked pretty well. Yeah. The same team's playing. Why would we, we change right. the line? <laughs> In the same location. It's the same time. Just keep it. Hold the line. Uh, I I think the Celtics win this one. And this is me also having to admit that I was very wrong the other day when I came on the show and said um, – Warriors were going to like sweep. Like I wasn't even interested in game three because I thought the Warriors were just going to take over. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Here I am today being like, yeah, Celtics all the way. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this series ends in five games until oh, the Warriors see. come out tonight and absolutely dominate. And I'm like, Warriors in six, baby. <laughs> I was going to say, I do think we have a power of our jinx that we said we didn't have, that we're trying to find. I think we have it because last time we were just asking for a good game. We got mm-hmm. one. Did it turn out into a blowout with about two and a half minutes left? Yes. But before that, we were fine. We had a good game. We had a back and forth game. Yeah, I just hope both teams uh, have fun. I just Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And, you know, come out, not injured. Enjoy it. Oh, Steph Curry, um, how's, the, how's the knee going to do? Yeah, how are those ribs after that elbow from Jalen Brown? I didn't even see that one. Yeah, that was when he got pulled. That's when uh, Steve Kerr was like, that's it, pulling the starters. No, really? No one else is getting hit in the ribs. I didn't even, didn't even see that one. I was actually, I'm a little bit surprised that there hasn't been more talk about his knee slash ankle. I thought it was his ankle. I didn't realize it was his knee. Uh, I think it was his knee, and then everybody, I think Mark Jackson maybe uh, initially was like, oh, no, you know he has bad ankles. Uh-huh. Look out, but it was actually a knee. Um, he says he's going to play. I am surprised that that hasn't just dominated the news all mm. over. And then I turn on Sports Center and it's That's talking about Steph Curry line. right now. <laughs> so maybe I just haven't been paying attention and it has been. Steph Curry <laughs> says he's going to play. Yeah. That's great because he's not fucking injured. He should be playing. <laughs> You're down 2 1 in the NBA Finals. Uh, like the level of injured you have to be to not play. In the NBA Finals. Bro. Like, guys guys go out there with torn ACLs, and they're like, yeah, i got to get this cleaned up after the season. Mm-hmm. I think it was what? Joel Embiid was doing it this playoffs or last? Was ACL or was it like his meniscus? It's something like that. He was like, yeah, I'm definitely having surgery as soon as this series is <laughs> over. Or you know, as soon as our playoff run is over. But yeah, a guy gets tangled up a little bit on a loose ball. And we're like, oh, is he going to play? Yeah, he's going to play. 
And I don't blame Steph Curry for this. This is like the media being like, oh, what's our big talking point for game four? No, I definitely blame Curry for how he reacted after he was on the Yeah, that's true. Like, it was just like that. We didn't have a choice but to acknowledge it. Uh Because it's like, why are you slamming your feet into the court again and again and again and again? Like, you're literally throwing a tantrum in the store because your mom will let you have some Pringles. Like, mom, why can't I eat the Pringles now? Because, Austin, you can eat them when you get home. It sounds like a true story because it is. Were you a tantrum kid? I actually I wasn't because I was scared my mom was just gonna annihilate me in the store. Uh huh. My mom used to scare the crap out of me as a kid. Used to? Yeah, she still kind of does. She's only five foot one, Tasmanian devil. Is what I always say. That's, that's there was one time I scared her. And she put her foot in my chest and put me on my back. <laughs> I would pay She's to like, see Hi-ya! that. I was like, "Fuck, mom." Guess I'm not helping you. So uh, you don't get your you don't get your fight or flight from your mother. I realize it's a friend, friend or foe. (laughs) I learned from my mom not have don't friendly fire. (laughs) Right, Uh, I I do uh, kind of agree with you. I need to walk it back. Staff kind of is to blame because the way he handled the injury, the being laid on by a Al Horford. That's we've been talking about a lot. That's the thing that the NBA has to change. And but one thing I oh go ahead, sorry. Everybody wants their Jordan moment. Everybody wants the flu game. You know, and I do. I honestly believe that's why it's a lot of these NBA players now are like they want to tell you how hurt they are. It's because they want that. Like oh, if Steph goes off tonight, say like, oh, dude, the knee game or whatever. And I it, maybe he'll get it or not. But I do think a lot of people like that attention of oh, did you see how hurt he is? Yeah. Now Sly, look at him come back. He's amazing. Sorry, I almost cut you off there. Sly asks in the chat here. I don't know why I said his name like that. Oh, Sly wants to know, how much is the knee going to impact his game tonight, though? Do you think it's a big factor? Do you think it's one of those deals where he's like, ah, oh, you know, it hurt, but, like, I'm all right? I wouldn't, I don't, I wouldn't think that it affects his game much. He's not like a guy that's going to be doing a lot of running, jumping. That's not his game. His is ball handling and shooting. Yeah, we'll definitely see less attacking. Like I don't think he's going to be going into, you know, into the paint anytime soon tonight. I think he's going to take a sweet time with that. As much as I'm sitting here like, ah, maybe he shouldn't react that way. I guess I would understand if there was a guy that weighed 300 pounds, like just trying to sit on the back of my knee and smash into a hardwood floor. That probably wouldn't feel pretty good. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that it hurt a lot. I almost, uh, even when it was happening, I thought, oh, somebody's about to lose a shoulder here. You always get those guys reaching for the ball. Maybe that's the football mentality of, like, every time a guy reaches for a fumble like that, I worry you're about to dislocate your shoulder. But that's what I thought was going to happen in the basketball game. But I'm sure he's hurt, but I don't think that this needs to be a situation where it's like, it's not Willis Reed running out of the locker room, like, holy shit, he's actually going to play in this game. This is not like Michael Jordan in the flu game or a lot of other guys that have been hurt. Again, Giannis bleeding from his face this playoffs. Luca with a just gash of a scar across his face. Like you're fine. Like you can play through so much that this knee thing is just being overblown. And here we are talking about it today. <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah, uh, we could talk about LeBron James. Uh, speaking LeBron of James. guys uh, milking injuries, LeBron. Actually, I don't think that he does that. He he does. Yeah, he does. 
I feel like it's easy to say, like, and I don't mean this towards you. Like, it's easy to be like, oh, LeBron's making an injury. And then we see the replay, and it's like, oh, yeah, his ankle touched the floor, like, bending the opposite mm-hmm. way. Like, <laughs> that's the wrong side of the ankle. To be yeah, my mind immediately went to the eye thing, though. <laughs> oh, I saw three rims. You shoot for the middle one. <laughs> that's like the other guys <laughs> when they're standing on top of the building. He's like, aim for the bushes, right? <laughs> That's LeBron. You are absolutely. <laughs> He's that corny ass. I oh saw three rims and just shot for the middle one. Yeah, I just I just put my uh, my aim right towards the middle and uh, heard swish and knew it went in. Yeah, Man, I probably don't praise LeBron enough though. But like even you and I were talking about it the other day. Uh, just the even the clip of him outside shooting with his kids. The yeah. man is like an amazing father. He's had the spotlight on him since he was fifteen, sixteen years old. He's never messed up. Like, he got a girl pregnant before they were married, and then, like, he married her. They're still together. Like, nobody's well, cheating. Times, <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's it's fine. Like, his biggest mistake wasn't even a mistake. Like, it worked out. And now he's going to get his son drafted in the NBA based off name alone. Yeah, and so, then watching that video was fun because I did watch the entire live because I was like, what in the world is LeBron going live about? And I was editing uh, the radio show that we had just finished up. And I was like, you know, LeBron is just like – Another dude out here because he was like, all right, uh, let's go ahead and end this. They all had to end on a make, which was kind of neat because the Suns were trying to fight him. The Suns was like, let's all end on a dunk. LeBron was like, no, we can all dunk. Can we all hit a three? And it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, y'all fucking athletic. So it was like, it was pretty neat. But then the son was, uh, LeBron was like, what are you guys doing after this? And the son was like, hey, going to go live tonight on some app playing a game. And LeBron was like, what's that? And the son was, was like, if you know, you know, and like runs into the house. And then the younger brother comes running through, and LeBron's like, what is it? And his son just kind of laughs at him, and he looks back at the camera. He's like, I guess I just don't know that. I was like, this is just another average dad. Like, this is just another dude. I, I should not say average. But it is just another dad hanging out with his kids. Super cool. Yeah, it's like my daughter's. A little jealous. My daughter's being, like, bussing. Their yeah. kids yeah. talking about bussing, dad. I'm like, no, you're not fucking saying that word. That's stupid. It's going to be hilarious when your daughter sits with the, if you know, you know. I don't freaking know. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not a matter of if, Dad. <laughs> no, stop it. Stop listening to the show. It's like that Pat McAfee kid. Everybody was over, like reacting to the Pat McAfee. That was hilarious. It was hilarious. But like, you can tell those dudes don't spend a lot of time with eight and nine-year-olds now. <laughs> yeah. They know some words out As there. As they shouldn't. <laughs> like My daughters would never call into a, a podcast or radio show or anything and be like, fuck that guy. But I'm sure they go to school with kids that would. It's just crazy that he started off so sentimental. And he was just like, <laughs> fuck Boston Connor. Yeah. And then, like, their entire reaction. I wonder if his dad was like, hey, you're going like, to call into the show. I feel like that was it. I feel mm-hmm. like the son was like, hey, I have this idea. The dad was like, this is what we're going to do. This is going to be good. Yeah, something like that. Either way, it's still funny. Even if it's 100% the, planned, it was still oh, funny. Well done. Well executed. Yeah. Uh, LeBron is in the news, though, for more than just uh, jump shots with his kids, which, again, is great. I think he's a amazing man. It, like, his school that he started, even, like, he does some amazing things that just don't get credit or that we don't talk about enough. Uh, but he was on the shop and talked about his future and what he wants to do after he's done playing basketball. And I can't believe how just straight up and honest he was about it. And I mean, just offered it up. I want to own it. I want to own a team someday. And I want it to be in Vegas to be that specific about it. I think it's cool. Uh, I think that this is a, a situation that probably will happen with the NBA expanding. Uh, I, they're going to get a team in Seattle. 
that will happen. And I think that it will probably even be announced that, like, hey, we're putting a team in Seattle, but we're also another expansion team in Las Vegas. It, I don't know if, it, if LeBron's going to be able to be a part of it. I, I feel like this is going to happen pretty quickly, pretty soon. And, you know, LeBron has already come out and said, I want to play one year with my son, at least one year with my son. So what's that's like two, three years away. Yeah, we did the math on it yesterday, and that's about what it equals out to. But let's say directly after that, it works out perfectly where the NBA is in a spot where they can expand. And it does seem like most teams or the, the two leading city destinations are Seattle once again to get a team and Las Vegas. And if LeBron can help the NBA expand and bring a team to Vegas like he wants, one, I don't know why he wouldn't be able to do that because I mean, LeBron James is a legit billionaire. He has you know, great investments. He's part of great groups as well that would you know, also be willing to get a team in Vegas, especially an NBA team. And Vegas handles all of their sports teams phenomenally. It's just fantastic on how they do things. Vegas knows how to party, and boy, those games are parties as well. So like, I'm sure it would be very successful. My only question with it is, though, is if you're going to put a team in Vegas and a team in Seattle, who are you moving to the east? And I know there's teams like the Pelicans that you could just, like, boom over here. Memphis, you can just say boom over here. Dallas, you could say boom, you're in the East now too. But I kind of like the possibility of, like, if you're going to expand on two teams, let's go ahead and relocate another team as well that's maybe not doing so hot in their market and could use a fresh start. And it's going to come off a little biased because we are <laughs> from the state of Missouri. Biased. And we love Kansas City. Just bring the Kings back to Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like it, Whether they stay the Kansas City Kings or we go with that uh, thing that the guy created on Twitter who did a fantastic job from start to finish on the team, the color design, uh, yeah. you know, the, the Kansas with City the names, rain. the logos, the Kansas City rain. Rain as in? R-E-I-G. Yeah. Not, not R-A-I-N. Precipitation. Yeah. <laughs> Which like maybe also rain. be a cool one. Not I. Have you ever seen the rain? But I did not hit that There's all. some kind of dance moves going on with that one. Feeling a little, I'm feeling good. Are you? Are you awake now? No, you're live? I am awful. <laughs> You've been making some pre-show. You're making some weird noises over there. I, I was a little worried about. They you. were burps, and I was just like, I don't know if this is going to be a burp or not, but I'm going to try it out. Mm-hmm. Again, my superpower functioning through a hangover. That's this is my thing. To like, just to be completely honest with you, like I don't feel bad, mm-hmm. but I don't like. I know I should feel worse than I do. Like if that, like I'm not sick. Like I don't have a massive headache. My body doesn't hurt, but at the same time, it's just like I should, which then makes me question: Did it ever wear off? <laughs> right. Drinks. Like, did I just take a nap and woke up and was just like, did I just nap and rally? Is really my question here. Pretty much. Yeah. Tell me. That's how that. I. I also felt that way this morning. It's like, I, what are you talking about? Alarm going off. I just got here. <laughs> uh, this morning was one of those mornings where my alarm was incorporated in my dream. With like, I'm probably like sitting in a car in traffic dealing with something, and there's this noise. It's like, why is someone honking at me, and why does their horn sound like this? And then it's like, that's not a horn. That's your alarm. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Happens to me frequently. It has never happened to me. Really? Like, I have to Too light of a sleeper. (laughs) I've had to like buy new alarms on my phone, like a new sound, because like I'm so used to the sound. Oh, yeah. I can remember one night where I stayed out a little bit too late. You went back to the hotel room. I couldn't get back in because we couldn't wake your ass up. <laughs> I just dreamed about playing KU basketball, man. <laughs> right. Dude, I told you in the dream that KU won the national championship, that I won a national title with Kansas, and I dunked in a game, and I went nuts. I remember telling you that when I let you in the room. I don't. I was just so frustrated. I fucking predicted it, dog. I'm a fortune teller. You should have tweeted it out then. <laughs> I was asleep. 
<laughs> also, bold prediction. KU is going to win a championship. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but with LeBron wanting to buy a team, uh, even Devin put it in the chat as well. Uh, LeBron could be a guy that looks to maybe buy the Kings instead of an expansion team, buy the Kings, move them to Vegas, keep the, the same nickname, King James. It works out. That one works too. I do think the NBA wants to expand, and I, I think that they'll do it with two teams, though. Yeah. Your your dream of Kansas City getting a team, I want it to happen too. I don't think that it will. Yeah. I know it's a I'm not going to stop talking about it, but I, I just, don't think I don't, I just don't understand how a team's doing that successful in Sacramento. Like, yeah. I, I really do am do want to know and very curious, genuinely, like, how well is that, like, team loved and appreciated in Sacramento? Like, is it one of those deals where Sacramento's like, we have a basketball team, we have the Kings, we are the Kings. Mm-hmm. Sacramento is the Kings. Or is it kind of one of those deals where it's like, we just have another basketball team here in the state of California. We really don't care. I mean, back when they were good, the fans seemed like they were showing up. That, though? Early 2000s. I mean, yeah, it's been a long time since they were good. But, I mean, with the Chris Webber days, they were going up against Shaq and Kobe. It seemed like the fans kind of rallied around them. I, I would assume, I, I don't know, that Sacramento is a lot like even Kansas City Royals. you got a lot of fans, but when they suck, you're not showing up to games. It's not like you know, the Yankees, if they possibly suck, people are still showing up. But, it, you know, probably some fair-weather fans out there that just like, yeah, I'm not going to go see the Kings play. Who do they have? De'Aaron Fox? Like, yeah, that's, I'll catch the highlights on SportsCenter mm-hmm. or whatever. But it, I would love to see them move to Kansas City. It would uh, be fantastic. I think it would be to- very welcomed by the city as well. Mm-hmm. Also, I wouldn't mind seeing a hockey team. That's what I was going to ask you. Would you rather, because I think it's going to be one or the other, mm-hmm. on which which one the city gets first. Like I think it's going to be a minute before they have both of them, if ever. What yeah. would you rather see, an NBA team or a hockey team? In NBA City? team. Yeah. Hockey is, I watched the game last night. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, thanks to our, our, again, shout out to our buddy Cole, helping me with the rules last night. Like, hey, what's offsides? What is <laughs> this? How's that work? Uh, even, uh, it's like, how, how do, why does this guy get to do that? Things like that. You uh, you were able to mansplain to me last night uh, what happens when a guy breaks a stick. Yeah, you were like, oh, wow, I didn't know you, you could break your stick on a slap shot. And I was like, hey, the cool part about when they break a stick is <laughs> yeah. they just skate right by the bench and another stick's just handed out. They don't have to, like, come out of the game. First time I saw it, I was like, that's freaking awesome. Thought you might have the same reaction, and you're just like, yeah, thanks, idiot. I freaking know. Yeah, I'm not. I know. A I know. Hockey. I've moron. been watching it for two weeks. I'm an Avalanche fan. I know. <laughs> yeah. Excuse the hell out of me, my guy. I've seen. I've been watching hockey since before you were born. On crackers right now. I don't even know if you heard me. I've been watching hockey since before you were born. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, you sound like my mom. I've been driving since before you were. Longer than you've been alive. Don't tell me what to do. Like, well, you've hit every fucking pothole in the road, Mama. We only got four of them. You found every single one. You giving out driving advice is something. Here we go. <laughs> Guy drives down a one way one time the wrong way. Excuse no, me. Again, excuse the hell out of me for listening to freaking Apple Maps. Turn right after the intersection. You got it. And then you guys are like, that's a semi. I was like, I see it. Calm down. Don't make me fucking freeze up or we're all dead. <laughs> just stay calm. Stay calm. And then one of you's like, back up, back up. The other one's like, just turn here. And I was like, turn where? There's no fucking turn. 
I'm on an exit ramp going the wrong way. I am scared. In Chicago. Yeah. That was a fun time. Uh, I I am honestly getting into hockey. I, I think that it maybe started out as a little bit of a joke. It definitely did. Even the tweeting of like, go abs, go and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've, I've really enjoyed watching it. So I, I think that the people that are here in the chat, our guy Jesse helped me even a little bit get interested yeah. in hockey, but I'm, I'm there. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the Rangers and Lightning series. Uh, what sucks for us is that last night we were at Club 609. Then we decided to leave, and that took a little bit longer just saying your goodbyes to people and stuff like that. We walked to another bar. When we walked to the other bar, the game had ended. The Lightning had scored two goals, and it was over. I thought we were headed for overtime. That's why I was confident in leaving 609 to go to the great establishment that is Whiskey Dicks. That is, <laughs> that's the name of it. I want people to make sure they heard that correctly. The bar is named Whiskey Dicks. Yeah. And now the Lightning have won, uh, it was like three straight games. Yeah, series so. is 3-2. They've won three straight games now. I don't know much about hockey, but it's starting to look like the Lightning going to win this series. I also, while watching the game last night, obviously I don't know shit about this. Uh, I did not know how young the Rangers were. They've got so many guys that are under like 24 years old. Do they really? They've got like six guys on their roster that are under 24. I I didn't They're even know hockey players were that long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just um, I, I didn't know. Again, maybe that's something that's – very obvious. Also, uh, last night, I think it was in the first period, uh, they have a guy on their team named Miller for the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And he did a slide to stop a guy from scoring and getting the puck away from him. That's the point where I was like, I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I never even thought about that. And Cole was like, yeah, you can actually do it on the video game. Yeah. Even. That's going to be my next thing. Man, I've been trying to tell, I'm just going to tell Cole to tell you stuff because it's like, <laughs> I can sit here and say something like blah, blah, blah. Cole yeah. says, he's like, ah, oh, dude, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> but I, he just, he get, he got me at the right point of like, oh, you're yeah. kind of interested? Play the game. Like, if I would have started playing the game like six months ago, I'd be like, yeah, that's whatever. Yeah, that's how I learned the rules of it. And I know we've talked about it before. And mm-hmm. I did the same thing with soccer because it was like, I'm getting tired of playing football, basketball, video games. Let me just kind of open up my expansion here on games yeah. that I play because it was like war games I just, I didn't enjoy very much because I didn't understand necessarily what I needed to do. Following the direction of the commander being like, go get the intel. I was like, where the fuck's the intel? Every time I run out, I get shot. I don't know how to aim. <laughs> Excuse me. Talk you got to start playing Ghost Recon. Well, you know, once I figured it out. I remember my friends talking about like, oh, dude, you got to join the lobby tonight. And it's like, dude, I don't know what lobby you're talking about. I remember going home and like, mom, what's the lobby? And she's like, <laughs> and she's just like, I have no, because I thought it might be like a destination where all my friends go and hang out and play video games. No, they had internet at their house. We didn't. <laughs> Jesus. I'm in the middle of asking that. My freaking sister's on the TV moving the antenna so we can get signal so she can watch her fucking cartoons. <laughs> That's when I knew. We pull. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, my family, we used to get really excited because there were certain months. I don't know if like my dad had picked up some extra hours or something, but we'd get cable. And by, oh, hell yeah, we got cable TV now? And then it would get shut off like three months later. Yep. We'd go nine months without it. <laughs> oh, it's back. We got cable TV. Mm, mom finally got a new email. <laughs> I, can, I can even remember like being young and being like, hey, don't get too excited about this. It's, this is not going to last. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't get excited about anything anymore. And someone's like, are you excited to go here? Like, I'm not going to be excited till I get there. And then when I'm there, it's like, I can't believe I'm here. Holy shit, now that bad happened. Look at this. Let's enjoy the moment. Mm-hmm. Or uh, it was a big thing. 
going to kindergarten, like you had to memorize your parents' phone number, like in case of yeah. emergency. I, I can remember being like, our phone just got shut off. Like, I don't even know if we have one right now. So uh, started remember, from the bottom. Now mom and pop are definitely up. They work them with themselves to the top yo, of their respective fields. I remember like our phone number ended in 6565 and I'll never forget memorizing it. Cause I thought it was so cool. It was like oh, it's two numbers just repeated. Like that's, that's so easy for me to remember. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> but someone had come to the house one day, uh, cause my stepdad did concrete. So like some people come by and like want to talk to him about jobs and stuff, but he wasn't there. He's still at work. And the guy was like, what's your guys' phone number? And so I just ran it off to him. And he was like, 6565. And I was like, no, 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 6565. And then I walked in the house and shut the door, and I was like, that's the same fucking number. <laughs> I've never once viewed the phone number as like whole I hope you were like 14. <laughs> uh, I, was probably, I was probably 11 or 12. I was <laughs> Old enough. School. Yeah, I was. But it was like I had always viewed phone numbers as just like single digits. I never like combined them. You know what I mean? Like I wasn't like 843. 6565. Like, that wasn't what I was saying as a phone number. That was a landline number. It's no longer cell phone. Don't try calling it. I ain't going to answer. <laughs> right? 417 843 6565. Yeah. Huh. I don't. I'm. My parents might still have a landline. There was a part of like getting to know other, like your family's phone numbers when you needed to call them mm -hmm. that was like kind of cool. Like having yep. that memorization. I, uh, my mom knew everybody's phone number. It was very impressive. My cousin's phone number. Who was like older than me? She was like an adult. She's more like an aunt than a cousin. Uh, her number and my best friend's phone number, one number off from each other. I cannot even tell you how many times I called the wrong number and be like, "Hey, is Jason there?" And they'd be like, "You called the wrong house. How's your mom?" <laughs> like, yeah. oh, she's great, but uh, I'm gonna hang up and try to call my my friend now. <laughs> or I would call. I, I one time I even called my best friend. He called his house. I was like, "Hey, is my mom there?" He's like, no. What are you talking about? <laughs> Sorry, wrong number, man. Like, this, this is embarrassing. I do remember doing that, <laughs> calling like my mom's friend's house. But like, we told her to come home. We're hungry. And my mom, like, you'd hear my mom scream across the house into the phone, like, "I'm on my way." And then like the door shuts. It was, <laughs> those were the times. I there was one time, dude. I pranked call a family member because I used to have this real good telemarketing. Uh, voice impersonation you like, have to do it of like an indie guy i can't do it anymore i've tried but i can't but at that time i could and you could do like the star 67 or whatever it was and like not have caller id show up so i called one of my aunts one time and was like hey you have just won a trip to disney here are seven extra like a certain number of tickets like if you want you can give them away and that number equaled everyone else in the family that she should have wanted to invite to Disney with her and her kids and husband. And she was like, no, nah, we're good. We just love to have a family trip. And I was just like, oh, cool. And that's when I knew, like, this voice is too good. I've gotten myself in trouble because I now know this family member doesn't want to hang out with the rest of the family. <laughs> Quickly ended the call. Yeah. But yeah. I was really good at, like, I remember I called my other aunt, who you know as well, um, and, like, left a voicemail or whatnot. And the only reason they knew it was me is because I ended – the phone call was something that I always said at the time. All right, love you, out. bye. <laughs> yeah. See you later. <laughs> That's something kids won't – they don't really get to experience these days. Mm -hmm. Like what do you – when I like started doing the prank calls at like sleepovers and stuff, I was probably like yeah. eight. Like I, my daughter's age. Yeah. Now if they have a sleepover, you're not getting near my phone. I got too much shit on there. <laughs> I did – I found out over like Christmas – around Christmas that my youngest daughter had been going through my phone – 
panic. There's some stuff on there that you don't want to see, baby girl. <laughs> so uh, I got to change it to like, I don't know what she was doing. I still don't know how she was getting into my phone. She's, she's a sneaky little, little punk, but yeah, no, they won't get to experience that anymore though. What really blew my mind, uh, like the separation of generations was when you ask a kid to take a picture, they act like they're holding a cell phone. And like, I still like everyone oh, yeah. my age acts like we're still holding like an actual camera. So like seeing that difference to me was like or the hand motion of like a phone call of like your pinky and your thumb up next to your face or now it's like it looks like somebody's holding a brick. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's another one that's out there. Wow. Oh, I I saw a TikTok one time and it was a rotary phone, and the parents were like, "We'll give you three minutes to make a phone call on this phone, and we'll give you like a hundred dollars or something like that." Kids could not figure it out; had no idea. I don't know how to use one of those either. Yeah. I was just a little bit older than me. That, I remember my, uh, one of my grandparents had it, and I was like, I'm making phone calls on that. If something happens, we're dead. <laughs> like, I, can't, I don't know how that thing works. I'm just going to run out in the street and start yelling <laughs> and hope that somebody comes. I could make a, I could make a phone call on one now, I think. I mean, it's, it's been a minute since I saw them. Because even with me, I'm a little bit older than you, but they had kind of phased out by the time yeah. I was a kid. But I can remember uh, somebody in kindergarten being like, I have one of those phones still. And we all thought, like, are you kidding me? You have a <laughs> I thought I was poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Check out this kid. He's real yeah. poor. <laughs> all free lunch over here. <laughs> still has a rotary phone. No, I was a free lunch kid, though, oh, for a so. while. Again, to see the progression and just remember my parents, like having four boys that were kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. The progression from free lunch to, uh, nope, you're going to have to pay for that lunch. <laughs> I remember when we had reached a point where, because I'm the oldest, so like it was kind of it was rough there for a little bit going through school. But when we reached a point that all of us were in there, but there was also the point of like, hey, you guys, you can't do free lunch anymore. You know, you make too much. And it was just like, we're not poor anymore. And then it was my mom being like, <laughs> yep. this is so expensive. Quit getting seconds. It was like, Mom, I'm hungry. That's when uh-huh. freaking Michelle Obama was, you know, running the whole like healthy lunch program and just like wiped everything. Yeah, good Man, idea. Terrible food in school. It's like this pizza sucks now. Thanks, Michelle. Yeah, that's where the initial thanks Obama came from. Was school lunches mm-hmm. be garbage? Yeah, they were bad. I, I like. I do agree that that was a good idea. Healthy lunches at school, maybe a little overboard. Yeah. But good intentions. For sure. Terrible food. Because yeah, I also. Are, kids are still obese. It ain't from school lunch, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, also, in other sports <laughs> that we've had today, uh, OU wins the softball World Series. They beat Texas in a sweep. Everyone saw that one coming. <laughs> Especially after a 6 1, 6 2, 16 victory, excuse me, 16 yeah. 2, 16 1 victory in game one. It's impressive. Like, you can't even be upset. Like, oh, Oklahoma mm-hmm. beat Texas something because, one, it's, it's softball. But I, for us, yeah. it's not that big of a deal. But for the universities as a whole, winning a national championship in any sport is very impressive. So, congrats to the Sooners. I'm not as upset with that rivalry there. Yeah, I mean, want to talk shit, though. Go ahead and do it in football, then. We'll see you doing football. <laughs> yeah. Big 12 this year. Hmm? See where you're at. That's a bold move, bud. It is. Let's see how that one works I'm out. I regret it. I know it. Uh, the Live Tour also, um, we talked about it yesterday. They were streaming on YouTube. Uh, I saw briefly this morning that they're going to partner with DAZN, and they're going to be 
I guess, are they streaming? Are they a channel? I, I know they do fights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But now uh, the Live Tour going to be doing that too. Second day tees off. I assume they're playing today. Yeah. What's the channel called again? DAZN. D-A-Z-N. I think I've just been... <laughs> I, everybody like I'm pronounces gonna, it wrong. I yeah. was gonna say I'm gonna embarrass myself. I've been calling that like D zone. <laughs> Maybe I'm saying it wrong. I have no idea. You know mm-hmm. how I am where I see a word and I read it. and I was like, mm, that said realtor, not reality. What a jackass! <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? He's a realtor. <laughs> that is a quote from this morning. Oh man! <laughs> and that's when I thought today's gonna be a fun show. Yeah. I talk for a living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I read. It, I read words out loud. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Uh, and then also the Angels won last night on the back of Shohei Otani. Hits a home run, pitches. Uh, I guess happy to see that streak end. I I don't know what they did. Did they, did they do any? I didn't hear anything. Yeah. You know, Nickelback's not going to help you the night of, but the next night, mm-hmm. it will. Yeah. And then uh, Tony La Russa also. I don't know if you saw this one. Last night he decided to walk Trey Turner with a 1-2 count. So there's a passed ball, runner advances from first to second, and Tony LaRusso, with a one and two count, decides to walk Trey Turner. Trey Turner goes to first base. Max Muncy comes up to the plate and destroys a home run. <laughs> Smashes one. <laughs> That's I also don't like Tony LaRusso. I'm looking at Tony right. He legitimately has that look on his face, like, hey, uh, it's a bad idea. That didn't go the way I thought it would. See, that's what you would think, right? He doubled down, and a reporter asked him about it in the post game. It's like, "Hey, what, what about the decision to walk Trey Turner with a one and two count, like two strikes? What? Why would you do that?" He's like, "Why would you even question that? This is what Max Muncy's hitting. This is what Trey Turner's hitting. Why would you even question it?" Well, because <laughs> he had two strikes. Uh, you, uh, you just put that dead center <laughs> on your pitcher. Yeah, like even in that situation, if he's got two strikes and you want to walk him, give him three junk pitches. Yeah, it's like yeah, these are nowhere near the you zone. But swing at one. Yeah, of those hopefully, the zone. yeah, you'll swing at one or you, know, you hit a little grounder on a change up in the dirt or something like that. Yeah, Tony Larusa, the game just passed him. He's too old to be out there. It is. It's funny that the here you say that he doubled down on it because again, looking at his face, that is his face does not match his words. His the look on his face is like oh, that was a really bad idea on me. He's a Hall of Fame baseball guy. You can't tell Tony Larusa what yeah, to do. Yeah. Look at this ring. Yeah, and you know who I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're drunk off your ass, Tony LaRusa, and you're driving. You're lucky David Freeze went on a hell of a run there at the right time. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Max Muncy, his reaction uh, is is good. I mean, he knew, like, oh, you're going to fucking walk me? Or you're going to you know walk Trey Turner to uh-huh. get to me? <laughs> he knew he was just crushing that just ball as hard as he could. Yeah. Uh, and then Larusa, uh, I just want to correct myself. Did Larusa win that last one with the Cardinals, or was that Matheny's first year? There's no way Matheny won a World Series. <laughs> that man is dumb. <laughs> There's no chance on this earth he won a World Series. You could have like the AL All Stars, the 2000 Yankees out there, and he could not win a World oh, Series. Man, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> The freaking look on your face. I wish we were videoing. Oh, my God. That was fantastic. Just the despise and the hate, like almost disgust. You have me for even asking. I can't stand Mike Matheny. Matheny, there's no way. Who a lot of you probably don't follow the Royals. He is the Royals manager now, and he's fucking terrible. God awful. The lineups that he builds on a daily basis. I had to turn off Jeff Passant or Alec, uh, Alec Lewis 
tweet uh, notifications. He covers the Royals for the Athletic. I had to turn off his notifications because I got so sick of seeing the lineup. I had to go into my MLB.com app or whatever, turn off notifications for their lineup because I was getting pissed. Like That's probably what has led to my happiness over the last couple weeks of like, I don't see this shitty Royals lineup every day. And I'm getting a good night of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I've just passed the point of like the losses bother me. They don't anymore. Don't yeah. care. It's I know it's happening. <laughs> We're just surprised at wins right now. Yeah. Like last night, MJ Melendez, Salvador Perez, and Bobby Wade all had a decent game. Pitching mm-hmm. god awful. Can't figure out what the issue is, though. <laughs> it's definitely not the pitching coach. Let's yeah. keep him around. Uh, another thing that we saw this morning that I don't know, maybe it was a. Uh, in a drunken stupor that I missed this, Hunter Renfro signs a two-year, $32 million extension. I think that's great. I'm kind of surprised he didn't sign for longer. Yeah. Is, he might be one of the most underrated receivers in the league. He, most, he just gets open so easily. And if I read this correctly, it's kind of the same deal that Cooper Cup had with the Rams, where he kind of you know blew up, comes on the scene, comes in, gets a contract extension, it will expire when he's 29, and then he gets the opportunity to extend. That's exactly what Cooper Cup has done. So maybe with Hunter Renfro, it's like, hey, we can't pay you all, we can't pay you everything right now because we just kind of gave Devonte Adams a huge deal. Not sure if you noticed that, but at the mm-hmm. same time, it's like, okay, hey, here's your raise. This is what you deserve to be getting paid right now. Let's go have some fun this next season. We've got you taken care of, though. Hopefully, that's okay. Yeah. I'd be happy with it, though. Like, hey. Honestly, didn't think I was getting a contract extension at all this offseason. Here we go. I'm excited for camp now. 16 mil per? That's a pretty good deal. Yeah. It, like Tyler Warden put in the chat, big week for white receivers. That's what I'm talking about. One of us. One white of boy us. Supremes. <laughs> yeah, the old white boy Supremes getting paid this week. It's been, you know, it's like the beginning of June. We had a pretty busy week, really. Yeah. Cooper Cup, the Deshaun Watson stuff that dominated the beginning of the week, the NBA Finals, Draymond. The, the golf stuff. Now we're talking hockey too. I, know. I remember what was it like a week or two ago? We were like, "Holy shit!" We talked about like every sport. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Look at us. Growth of the show. <laughs> All summer sports of podcast. growth. That's what mic'd up twenty twenty two is. For us. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I do like this deal for Hunter Renfro though, and uh, I like it for the Raiders. I think they're smart to keep him around. The two year deal, thirty two million. It's not anything stupid expensive. Yeah. You still and, get to I mean, keep Jesse said right here, sixteen million for a slot. He's happy. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you are too. <laughs> you have a receiver making twenty seven, twenty eight million dollars, and another one making sixteen. How many Raiders fans do we have in the chat? Is Jesse a Raiders fan too? Yeah. Does I know Jake is? My oldest brother, Whoa, Mike. Jake's a Raiders fan. Jake's a Raiders fan. I guess I didn't realize that. Yep. I don't like Jake as much. <laughs> That's the only thing holding me back from really liking Jesse. Dude's a Raiders fan. Yeah. I don't care. I think you care a little bit. I just think it's I, fun I will to say, kind of go back and forth. It's nice to know now because, like, when the season comes around, if the Raiders aren't doing good, I know who I'm talking to. If the Raiders are doing good, I'm not talking to them. Oh, Sly also a Raiders fan? There's Nuh-uh. three Raiders fans in the chat actively right now. I saw now. Sly uh, respond earlier in the chat saying that, you know, Sacramento, he lives close to Sacramento, but he'll drive to Oakland for games. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> Jake, love you, BC. Jesse, rude. <laughs> love, love the high and low there. Uh, and, uh, I think a lot of people love are probably know. surprised by it. We do have a lot of Raiders fans in this area. We really do. I think that there are you know a lot of people that just looked at the Kansas City Chiefs and were like, eh, don't like them. Who's their rival? 
I'm going to root for those guys. Well, it's also because, like, growing up as kids, right, where you're, like, you're understanding sports and you're trying to find a good, like, favorite team to watch, the Raiders were good at that time. You know, if you're born in the middle 90s, late 90s, and you're over here, you know, growing up watching football, it's like the Raiders are fun to watch. Jerseys are kind of cool. They're the bad guys, but they're good. Yeah, I don't have a problem with I don't have – I'm too much of a bandwagon fan, obviously. Well, one of my best friends from school that I grew up with, he had like – his dad was a huge Raiders fan, so of course he was as well. And they had like a basement with like all this cool Raiders gear. And it was like ever since like growing up, it's like I'm going to have a basement like this, but it's going to be Chief stuff because that was a cool freaking basement. (laughs) Now you just – I also realize a basement of black and gray stuff looks a lot cooler than a basement of red and yellow. Yeah, the red and yellow. We've had to have talks here before of like you got a lot of red in that corner. (laughs) I walk in, I'm like, it's too damn bright. Uh huh. And then obviously we're both on. Texas fans, so we have the the Texas stuff. We've got some royal stuff in here too. Yeah. I I feel like the burnt orange and the blue works well. Then you start trying to pile in a bunch of red, even though I like the Chiefs. It's like that's a lot of red. <laughs> uh, it's just like that's how everybody is. Like, oh, you like the Chiefs? I'm gonna get you Chiefs stuff. Oh yeah, we've talked it's about like, that before. Hey, uh, fair. I don't have interest any in anything else. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, right? Like, hey, what's awesome? Like, Chiefs. You know, I like movies, like music, like stand-up comedy. Like, it's not just all sports, all Chiefs. I'll never forget a birthday. It was just like, I got a Chiefs sweater, a Chiefs sign, a Chiefs keychain. And I was like, as a kid, I was like, this is amazing. And I still have all that stuff, except for the sweater, because I outgrew it, of course. But, like, then you go through Christmas holiday one year, and they're like, hey, like, what do you like? Da, da, da. And I was like, oh, he likes the Chiefs. I got a Chiefs wallet. Got another Chiefs hoodie. Another Chiefs keychain. I was like, I like the Chiefs, but like, I'm not just having all this apparel that I'm going to wear all the time. I'm going to one-up you. When I first started dating my ex-wife and I started going to like holidays and like getting birthday presents and stuff like that, they'd be like, what does he like? And she said, like, he likes football. Like, I don't know. He, likes, he talks about football all the time. <laughs> so they started buying me Chiefs stuff for like birthdays, Christmas, everything. Finally, I'm like, why are they buying me like – Chiefs stuff. I'm not a Chiefs fan at the time. This was like 2010 or so. And she was like, oh, I thought you were. You liked football, so I just figured you were a Chiefs fan. It's like she didn't even know that there were other teams that, like, existed. <laughs> she thought they were just like, oh, football? That's the Chiefs. <laughs> now she – and it was my former mother and my ex-mother-in-law. Mm. Now she's like a Chiefs fan, too. She also jumped on the bandwagon. But at first it was like, oh, he likes football? Must be the Chiefs. Yep. Like, can you imagine? Like, what if I were a Raiders fan? <laughs> oh, that'd be tough. Like, I hate the holidays with the family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is this a joke? Why? Yeah. One time she bought me a pair of pajama pants. They were the Kansas City Chiefs. And they were like, they were nice pajama pants. I don't wear those at all, ever, because mm-hmm. I'm a man. I <laughs> sleep half naked, pretty much. Uh, and then it, I got them, and it's like, whatever, I'll wear them for like, Christmas morning is when I was supposed to wear. I was like, oh, we're all going to wear our PJs on Christmas morning. I go to put them on. They were at a, a youth large. Ooh. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I can't wear the PJs for Christmas Day. I'll just have to wear my super comfortable sweats that I packed just in case. <laughs> yeah, but I, there are a lot of people out there that just assume, oh, you like football? You like the Chiefs? Uh, everything. Everything Chiefs. Just mix it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can I ask what their other interests are? 
Yeah, that's why maybe that's why I lean so heavily into baseball. Like, hey, throw some royal stuff in that stocking. <laughs> They're uh, going to be good soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Uh, let's get to our five for Friday today, uh, doing movie snacks. Yes, sir. Uh, before we start, because I might change my answer here on one of them, is this for movie snacks in a movie theater or movie snacks at home watching a movie? I was thinking in a movie theater. Perfect. Okay, my list is good then. But I do agree with you that changes things. Yeah. My first one, your first one, it has to be popcorn. If you put anything else on the list, what are you even thinking? <laughs> How much butter do you like on your popcorn? All of it. Really? All um, of it. I just, I don't mind it, but I hate it when like I go to take a bite and like the butter's then on my fingers and I want to go yep. get a drink. And then it's like the drink, the cup is kind of sweating from the moisture of the drink oh, inside yeah. of it, of course. Let me explain that for you. And it's like, it's just too damn slippery. It just like drink slips right out of my hand. Or if I go to look at my phone and like I touch it, it's like I have butter in my phone. I can't wipe it off. So then it's like, I'm going to lick my phone. And then you look over to your left and someone's looking at you like, I literally just watched this dude lick his phone screen. What the fuck's happening over there? <laughs> a lot of people get grossed out by that. I'll lick a phone screen every once in a while. Well, excuse me that my butter's on my phone. I'm just trying to enjoy the movie, lady. Keep your eyes. Just look, the screen's right there. Don't be looking at me. Look there. Don't look back at me. I'm doing stuff back here you don't want to see. I, like, I know I'm grunting. I'm trying to get comfortable. I'm trying to get situated. I'm irritated. Yeah. These chairs are not comfortable. We're watching a movie at the Joplin Theater. That is the Although most embarrassing Every part. chair in that fucking theater is broken. I, I don't know why I continue to go there. And I feel like it's my chair that's the squeakiest every time I go. So I go to a movie and it's like, yeah. You know, usually when you sit in a movie theater chair, you sit and then you're like, okay, I'm going to recline back a little bit. Not here in Joplin. It's immediate recline back all the way. And there's no adjusting. It is either you get to sit on the edge of your seat or you are laid all the way back and there's no cushion left because they built that theater in like 1990 and haven't replaced anything in it yet. Not at all. It is the worst. Like upgrades. Let's put an arcade upstairs that nobody's going to use. Thanks. Yeah. does seem like a cool arcade though. I've been up there. It's not that good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> number one for both of us, though, is popcorn. Uh, do you do the straw chick, the not chick, the what? trick with your butter? You put the straw on the butter thing, and then it gets to like the middle and the bottom of your popcorn. No, because um, I usually just ask them to do it. Or mm. I, I've never had the. Let me restart. In Joplin, you don't have that option. Yeah, restart like. I didn't realize I had that option until like there was one day I did. And I was just that's where I kind of came to the point of my last story. Was like I have too much butter, and Jake does ask in the chat, "Are we against putting candy in the popcorn?" Absolutely not. And here's the other thing: I'm annoyed I haven't been doing this because a candy in popcorn? Of popcorn with a little M M&M and M sneaking in there yep. would be delicious. In the movie theater, I haven't done it. Yeah, I've actually never done it at home either. Well, number two for you, Reese's Pieces. I, I want know to see I spelled how you it wrong it. right there. But, uh, <laughs> not even close. I was going to say, like, like, oh, you got C's. close. You didn't at all. Recess pieces. <laughs> you put two C's in there. Two C's thick on Reese's. <laughs> Good uh, try. <laughs> thanks, Grammarly, for fixing that one. Yeah. Freaking jerks. Paid for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but Reese's Pieces. There's not even a C in Reese's. Yeah, huh? Is there not? No. <laughs> oh my god, there's not. <laughs> Reese's you trying to spell like Reese's Pieces? 
I literally have it as Recess pieces. <laughs> I Reese's pieces are a good one. I did want to hear. You're gonna have to screenshot the list and put it up there because that is freaking ridiculous. I hate uh, when people call them Reese's. Reese's pieces. Yeah, that is kind of weird. That bothers me. Reese's pieces are a good one. Uh, I also like those. I didn't put them on my list though. Uh, I number two for me, sour straws. The, I had those on my list and then I took them off because I threw on my number three, fruit snacks. Mm, that's a good one. I went Skittles for number three on mine. Big Skittles. That guy. is a good one. Mm-hmm. What sucks is when you go to like, have you had that moment where like someone has like a bowl of candy and they have like M&Ms mixed in and you think it's all M&Ms and you go take a big old bite and they got Skittles in it? No. So you think M&Ms, they're easy to chew and then you get a Skittle and you're like, ha ha, that's not getting bit down as hard. <laughs> you never had that happen to you? Never. Yeah. In my life. Just a little random mix of candy. Uh-huh. They'll put like M&M's, Reese's Pieces, Skittles, and like a little bowl, and they have it on a coffee table, and you just take a big old scoop of it. That, and that's not a good thing, though, right? The, like the combination of all the candy? Yeah. It's not bad. Oh, I just bad. think you were supposed to kind of like nitpick at it, and my mm-hmm. ass is like, handful. <laughs> I want it all. Yeah. Give me all the candy. Get M&M's are my color. number four. I uh, do like M&M's. A very basic bitch when it comes to <laughs> the candy here. I threw in a drink on mine. I went Dr. Pepper because a Reese's Pieces followed with the Dr. Pepper, pretty good. I am a big fan of Dr. Pepper. However, uh, Sprite is my number five. Sprite is my drink at a movie theater. Yeah. There's just something about the way the Sprite hits with popcorn that is almost undefeated. Yep. And uh, I've become kind of a big Sprite guy. Go to Sonic, get myself a little Route 44 Sprite. Yeah. It's the there's, spot. I will say. After the show. I'm telling you that right now. Sprite out of a fountain is maybe, it's not up there with Dr. Pepper, but it's it's a close second. I'll, I'll put it up there with it. I think it is. It's my second favorite soda. Because my fifth one is Snickers. And when I was in high school, at my true peak of just eating shit like however I want it, because like, I'm going to run till I die basketball tonight. I'm going to eat what I want here. I'm fine. When they had that Doc 360 drink, and it came in those aluminum bottle cans or whatnot, and it was like the twist top off, um, it kind of looked like a Coors Light can does now or the aluminum bottles do right now. But, like, I would take – you could take a drink of that. You could take a bite of a Snickers, and you would take another drink of that Doc 360, and that Snickers would, like, sizzle in your mouth. And I was like, (laughs) this is the adult fat-ass version of Pop Rocks. And it was amazing. I did that. You're doing this in high school? Yes, and then yeah. they they don't have Doc Three Sixty anymore. But like I loved that soda. That's the first time I ever called it soda. I usually call it pop. Look at me, growth somewhere growth. Hashtag adult. Uh, Tyler Warden put his in here, and his number one option is burrito. I'm just jealous that you're going to some movie theater that has burritos. We don't have those options here. Criminally, oh, is he going to Taco Bell before? Oh, I've done that. That's a genius idea. Yep. Criminally underrated, easy to sneak in, and wrapped for convenience. Look at freaking Okay, yeah, I didn't read the whole thing like I should have. (laughs) I I have done the Taco Bell. Um, I told you before, my niece, Mm -hmm. uh, I took her to see, like, the high school musical 
movies when they were in theaters. It was like our thing. And one time, I was like a, a broke college kid. I was like, oh, shit, I'm not spending 50 bucks on this kid to see a movie and get snacks. <laughs> we're going to Taco Bell before. And she's like trying to bring in this box of like a Gordita Crunch or something. I'm like, oh, no, 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 sweetheart. We got to sneak this stuff in. Mm-hmm. And if they stop you, if they ask what we have in our coats, you just keep walking. <laughs> Theater number five is where we're going. You don't stop for no one. All right. <laughs> but she still to this day thinks it's like one of the like at the time it felt super risky. Like, oh, my God, we're sneaking in yep. Taco Bell. Like, what if we get arrested? <laughs> Movie preview start. We're just snacking on some T-Bell. <laughs> so I, I'm with you on that one. Uh, massive Coke. Uh, I do the same thing with uh, Sprite. I literally say, give me the biggest Sprite that you can. Oh, I freaking hate myself. I read fucking Massive Cake. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just, I've been sitting here thinking the whole time, just trying to figure out like, how in the world is this guy getting goddamn cake? In this guy's eating burritos and Where cake. The fuck is he living at? <laughs> send me a damn invite, my guy. <laughs> and uh, then he puts popcorn, number three, sour patch kids. That kind of works in with my sour straws. Like just whatever kind of sour candy you've got there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm good with. Uh, number five, nachos. Uh, I really like nachos, and this is where I was getting at with the whole in the theater thing. It gets too dark in there, and I don't like to eat nachos in the dark. <laughs> so I feel like I just I know that I'm going to come out and just have nacho cheese all over me and be like, oh, shit. For you to say That's you don't like movie. it means you had to have tried it, and it went horribly wrong. Even no, actually not. Okay. I just There are certain things that I don't like to eat in the dark. Any kind of dip or you know chips and queso, anything like that. Even if I'm watching a movie at home, it's like, okay, if I'm eating something like nachos, I got to do it in the light so I can see what's going on. Yep. But these other, like, that's why popcorn is so convenient. Like, who gives a shit if it gets all over you? You just still eat it. Or it falls on the floor, and then you vacuum it up in, like, six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Keep forgetting to do that. It somehow always falls under the couch. Yeah. I don't know what it is about popcorn and the way it's shaped, but it always rolls backwards under yes. the couch. It's an and odd bounce. <laughs> yeah, and then hides. It never like bounces to the middle of the floor where you're like, oh, clearly I can pick that up right now. No, it's always under the couch. We always talk about, you know, the ball just may bounce your way. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. That popcorn never bounces your way, I can tell you that. No. If it falls, like if you grab a handful of it and it falls out of your mouth or out of your hand on the way to your mouth, it's going to bounce off your leg right to the crevice of the couch. Also, not getting that for six weeks. I'm not throwing months on the end of that. Yeah, popcorn, Twizzlers, that's a good one. Yep. Reese's Cups, deer jerky. You, Bryce, you getting deer jerky out of theater? <laughs> or are you sneaking this in, too? Nachos, that's another good one. Junior Mints. <laughs> Can you believe Jake taking the damn Subway to a movie <laughs> <laughs> You had to be freaking baked out of your mind to be like, I'm going to take fucking Subway to a movie theater. <laughs> There ain't no way they're like the person that ran your ticket had to be like that guy either is Subway or he has Subway on him. That is a massive foot long in your pants, sir. Hey, uh, put that away, sir. That's a weapon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I do like the fact that people are leaving us uh, theirs. And the reason why I did like the movie thing today, uh, I'm kind of excited about Jurassic Park. I'm a big movie guy. I like to I go do. to the movie theaters. I don't think I'm taking my ass to Joplin to see Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'm just I'm so fucking tired of that movie theater. I I'm going to not. drive either 20 minutes west or 20 minutes south. I'm going to a different movie theater to see Jurassic Park. I'm going to go to a late show tonight, I think. I'll just rock in by myself. In Joplin? By myself. Yeah. 
Joplin and Yosho. Like sometimes, like when it's that late, it's just like I don't really want to have to add the drive on the way home because that's what stinks. It's like after watching the movie, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, you're either amped up or you're a little sleepy. It's like you throw a twenty minute drive on the end of that on the interstate and that road start. You get the vibrations of the road, that little white noise. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, so maybe you keep going to Joplin. <laughs> Uh, I do think that what we should do for our listeners is the next time we go see a movie in Joplin, have to record ourselves sitting in those seats. Like taking a seat. They they are literally all broken. I have never sat. I don't remember the last time I sat in a seat in that movie theater that was Well, when we went to go watch Top Gun, I sat down and it like threw me back. I thought I was going to go mm-hmm. in the row behind me. And you hit like the thing behind you too, like yeah, your like back. Steps, so it hurts yeah. and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm sitting here. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> yeah, so Jurassic Park out this weekend, went and saw Top Gun. I'm glad the movies are back. I am too. I know in 2020, 2021, there were a lot of people that were like, oh, the movie-going experience, is, it's going to die. We're just going to stream everything at home. I was sad about that. So I'm excited too. that movies are back in theaters, movies even if it is Theaters need to take full advantage of it. Yeah. And I know Jake said here that concessions are actually the only thing the movie theaters make money on. Yeah, I've heard that too. I don't know if I believe that with Joplin. Your ticket prices are through the freaking roof. Yeah. They've got no other expenses. (laughs) It's not for the seats. You're a damn building. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? Uh, We've talked about drive-in theaters. We have a lot of those in this area, too. I looked at tickets also there to be like, oh, what if I went to a a drive-in? You know, those summer nights can't Mm -hmm. be beat. Their tickets are 8 bucks for an adult as well. Really? It's like eight bucks, and I got to sit in my own car? I'm fine with eight bucks. It's like the $15 a ticket. Because our movie theater here is a Regal, which mm-hmm. is – there's nothing wrong with Regal. I, I like it. I'm used to that, those type of theaters, honestly. But it's just the fact that here the theater is like $14. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess this is a, immediately a $30 date just to sit down. Yeah. And there's no competition is yeah. part of the problem, too. I know that a couple of years ago they were talking about putting a movie theater here, but it never happened. They need to put it in the mall. Movie they theaters do. in the mall is, is going to keep malls alive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that might not be enough. It might not be. <laughs> Again, our mall here is just is dying. It Stores is. are moving out. They're not refilling there's them. There's one whole section of the mall, like right there by that American Eagle. Like, there's nothing there. There's a fucking boxing gym inside the mall. Yeah, Can you imagine shopping for pants and you look over and this guy's over here just beating the shit out of a punching bag. Or you know, we were talking about like new office spaces, though. Maybe we just see what's available at the mall. going to go to the mall. <laughs> right? It's like the Macy's used to be here in our mall. Mm-hmm. It moved out. It's just a massive open space. What if we were just rolled up and be like, hey, 500 bucks a month. We'll take it. We're in. Dude, we're, that would be so much fun. We're going to have wiffle ball tournaments inside our office. This is Macy's. <laughs> yeah. Not anymore. This is mic'd up. That would be awesome, yeah. dude. I have to text you by, hey, what department are you in? I haven't seen you today. Hey, we need some. Oh, I'm over in women's shoes. Yeah, come over yeah. there. <laughs> we're going to need some bigger investors because mic'd up's buying Macy's out the mall. Yeah. Uh, Brooks put it in the chat, too. I saw this one. Cargo shorts are made for movie theaters. Cargo shorts, another thing that's. That's going to come back. I right, 100%. I also just read the comment from Brooks that I would get shit scared out of me 24-7 in that space. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I would. I've been in an empty mall before, went to the bathroom, came out. Friend hid around the corner from me. I thought I was getting attacked by a damn zombie in that mall because one person didn't know how to run. scared the crap out of me. Who mic'd up located next to Annie Ann's would be a problem for me. 
I love Annie Ann's. But you'd have to walk to it, so you're getting your exercise in. Yeah. Look at that. It's down the hall. Yep. (laughs) All right. That's it for us today. I do like the the chat going off. As always, um, even Audrey put in here, she goes to Pittsburgh. Same. I love that. Once a gorilla, always a gorilla. I go there for my movie still. Uh, We appreciate you guys uh, giving us your top fives. The interactions are undefeated, as always. Uh, But that's it for us today. We will be back on Monday right here in the Colin app at 10 a.m. Central Time. Join us then. Get involved with the chat. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you then.